Hi everyone, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called Things Happen for a Reason. There's a reason I chose this topic, and we'll get into it today. So thanks for joining, guys. Things Happen for a Reason is a comment that many of us make, sometimes not really thinking about the weight of the words to the person that you're saying it to. Uh, But it's also a very hot topic. And I know this because within my uh, Facebook group that I work with, um, it is something that comes up a lot that's often triggering to people. Um, And I think it's because, especially around loss, let's just go there because it's something I know something about. (laughs) It is as though somebody's saying, you know, there's purpose to this awful thing that just happened to you. Who wants to believe that, right? Especially when it's the worst, darkest, most terrible life experience you've ever been through. For somebody to come at you with, well, there's a reason behind this, is like gut-wrenching, I think, to some people. Um, for me, it's quite the opposite. So what a polarizing comment, right? Like I get the exact opposite. The feeling in the sense that everything has purpose makes me at peace with what's happened. So these couldn't be two, um, experiences that are more further apart. You know, this is crazy. It's one statement and the two experiences that I hear the most often are like complete polar opposites. So, why is that, right? So like for me, I'll explain my reasoning for the comfort that I get with the comment. Uh, I think that bad things happen to really, really good people all the time. And um, I can, let me just use an example that's so awful. Um, When something happens to a child, it's like nobody can see, like I've heard this many times. There's no good that came from that. Don't tell me that. There's nothing good. Nothing good can be gained from this. But what's very interesting, I've also heard interviews with very small children whose life is ending. You know, they are in a terminal disease state. Things are not going well. They're in bed and their words are like reassuring others that it's happening for a reason. So they even believe it in that moment. Um, My husband actually, right up until the moment he passed, complete and utter faith. This is all happening for a reason. We don't have to like it. We just have to trust it. And, you know, I, I think that the beauty for me in it and why I really feel comfort with it is because when random things happen, that's infuriating to me. You know, to think that like things all around us are just random acts of, you know, there's no reason for them or whatever, it just happened. Then I feel like targeted, you know? Then I feel like this crap just landed on me. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting at the beach and the seagulls are all around and I'm the one that just got pooped on. That's just how it feels. I don't want to feel as though it could have happened to anybody and yet uh, I'm the one on the receiving end of it. That does not feel good, (laughs) you know? Like then it feels like a terrible day. But in my mind, the justification around it is that 
if all of these good things and bad things are happening, but they're all with purpose, then I'm just a piece, a puzzle piece of this greater design, this huge grand design. Now imagine how many, you know, billions of people we're talking here now, and every single one of us is a tiny little puzzle piece that affects all the other pieces, right? Even as tiny as you are amongst the millions of others, that one little piece had purpose that affected all the ones around you. So when I think of it in that light, then you can go down such a long tunnel of like, okay, so I can make zero sense out of this tiny, you know, child dying before they ever even got to experience, you know, the joys of life. But, <laughs> you know, then you can go down and say, but their death affected this person and that person and that person and that person and in this way. And like, and maybe even something like, you know, the mom and dad didn't make it through that hard thing and then they remarried or some like there's so many things that happen as a result and when you watch all these little tributaries so to speak like you know it's like looking at a river and all these little branches off of the river that go and all the things that were affected and changed there could just be a beautiful miracle in there that we can't see that had to come to pass to save millions or to affect um, you know, not to say that those millions of lives are more important than that one little special life. Actually, if anything, it brings greater purpose and meaning to that one little life because look what they just inspired and did. You know what I mean? So that fills me up. Um, you know, when I, when I think that like my husband was just at random hit with melanoma and stripped from our lives, that's too much. I can't take that because you know, then it's like a kicking and screaming thing on, on my end. But when I think of him as now, like think about my Facebook group's a great example. Um, I looked this morning, I was at 1.4K inside there. That's a big group of people who are all helping each other and all supporting one another. And every so often there's people who are, you know, right on the edge of like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And then you know, 30 people jump in and give an immediate support and rally behind them. And it's magical to watch. But in the absence of his death, none of that would have come to be. And like, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I do hate that. You know, I wish I could have been inspiring and been able to do all of that with him here. But, you know, I got to believe just in higher power for me that there is a, a higher power that knows better. And if his soul was already saved, if he had already done beautiful things in his life and had sort of checked all the boxes of the things that, you know, he really wanted to pursue in this lifetime, which he did, he literally verbally said out loud before he passed, like, I could die a happy man. I've done all the things, checked all the boxes. So, you know, that message was received. And I think then when God, who can see the whole puzzle, which most of us cannot, I mean, none of us can, forget most of us cannot, none of us can see the whole puzzle like he can, you know, so when he's looking at all this and saying, okay, here's the, here's the end puzzle with him still here. And here's what it looks like when he's gone and he can see some benefit there to help how many more souls could be saved. You know what I mean? Like, of course he wants us to still have our person here. I don't believe that 
this is like some cruel act of like, I don't think he's up there like, ha ha ha, I've got him now and, and you don't get to have him. <laughs> you know what I mean? How ridiculous. I don't think that. I think he hurts that we hurt. And I think he wishes he could have left him here and some of these things still come to pass, but he knows better than I do. So when you really do have a strong faith, I think maybe for me, that's what, what keeps me on this side of the belief in that statement that things happen for a reason. Um, I suppose, though, in the absence of my faith, it would be a little bit more puzzling to wrap my brain around the things happening for a reason, because then, like, like who's pulling those strings, right? If you don't believe in, in God, I guess, who do you believe is, you know, or are you just believing, like, dominoes, one knocks into the next, knocks into the next? I don't know. But um, the people that are aggravated by the comment, let's go down that path for a second, because... Um, I know many who are like, oh, I hate that. And then even talking to somebody today who we are very like-minded, um, she was like, oh, that one really gets me. And it's a, I get it. Like, I totally get it. And I, and I never mean it in the sense that like, you know, <laughs> that it had to come to be for other good things to happen. It's not always like a cause and effect kind of thing. But I think it's just that greater, you know, 50,000 foot overview of it. Like if you could really back up and see it all, that would give the perspective that we just can't see. So how do you wrap your brain around something you can't see? You know, so for the people who say that that makes me angry when I hear that, it's there's no purpose to this. Um, I You got to really look at it from their point of view. And, you know, in their piece of the puzzle, in their, um, you know, their smaller world, it is it is pointless. It is senseless. Nothing good came of it. I can, I can go with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, in our family unit, not one darn good thing came from the loss of my husband. Not one. Um, I, you know, and actually even in saying that, I kind of just, I can almost hear a, a sort of voice telling me that's not true. You did grow in your faith and that's true. Um, for me, I have grown since his passing, and I think, I think I've said this before, but I think people tend to either turn towards God or away when something this big happens. But, um, so just back to though, like, I, I don't think that in your smaller family unit, the perspective on things being better is ever very clear. You know what I mean? Like even that little moment of like, oh yeah, you know, I did grow in my faith was kind of like a little afterthought. It doesn't feel good. Nothing about it feels like there could be a purpose in which it was for a betterment, right? So and then it's like, well, how do we turn to being able to see how this could actually have any kind of, you know, use to the world or, you know, even like, and the comment doesn't necessarily just mean like that things are happening for the greater betterment. It is saying that things happen for a reason, with purpose, you know. And that, I think, is easier to wrap our brains around. So if we don't think of it as, like, something good came out of this, because it's not really what the comment means. It just means that, like, we're marionette dolls in the sense that someone else is pulling the strings, you know. So things happening for a reason just means that, like, your role in this included this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even before you were put here on this earth, like, I believe that there was already this role that you were to play that's going to come to pass, you know? And, um, and it's not on us, you know? I mean, I just think 
there's reason behind every single one of us that like we all have some intricate little, de- you know, there's a detail. There's a one thing. There might be just that one day at the grocery store you bump into somebody and you have to be there on that day. And maybe sometimes, you know, the, the person you lost might have been the barrier to that. Because if they were here, you would have been out to lunch with them. You wouldn't have been in that one place, that one moment in that one day. Something so simple, right? But it like this thing in your life has to come to be. That's your one role that, you know, like if we all could see it as like we have a role to play. We don't know what it is, but maybe that one time, that one conversation, the one instance where you bumped into somebody, all of that could affect so much else. And anything else that's going to get in the way of your purpose and your thing, you know, it, it might just need to like especially if their purpose has already been met it might be their time to go like when you think of it in that regard it's different it feels different it feels a little more like wow there's a lot i don't know you know who am i to question (laughs) that's kind of where i come from with it is i just i don't expect you to to ever come around to this (laughs) statement if it's something you really don't like to hear i'm not trying to change your mind that's for sure um but my point of view on it is just that, um, you know, it, it can help ease a hurting heart when, and this comes again, guys, back to surrender. I know you, you know, I love that talk, but like true surrender is that trust and faith in the higher power or, you know, that you're not in control of it all, right? And if you truly release that, then you're just okay and accepting of whatever the plan is that they say is yours. I mean, right up until like end of days, are you going to um, continue to just have faith and trust? You know, I mean, so if things were very dark tomorrow and like, you know, the trees were on fire and bombs are falling from the sky and everything's falling apart that we know, you know, in that moment, who do you become? You know, how much have you really, really just given over to like this whole this whole life is not mine this is somebody else's somebody else is like literally steering it all and i am just a like a player in the game so to speak um i just like to view life as so much bigger and longer this eternal life right so this time just such a little blip that even if i was chosen to be somebody who had to carry the burden of a lot a lot of heavy garbage um it was just because someone believed in me that I was strong enough to do it and they had knowledge that this is a blink in time and it will pass and I'll be reunited with those I love and it doesn't have to swallow up your entire life experience because this life experience is meant to be beautiful. It's meant to be like, you know, so when people just shut down, um, when things happen, so this isn't just about, you know, the loss of a person, but when bad things happen to us, what do you do? You know, how do you get back out there? How do you keep just going? I mean, I think if you think of it as a fleeting time that we get here and you really believe that like, you know, this life is a gift and we don't have forever, (laughs) you know, so we better make the most of it in the time we've got. It makes it a little more like, you know, when I know that tomorrow could be my day, boy, I got a lot to do today. You know what I mean? Like, I better not stay in that bed. I better get out and do some stuff. There's stuff I want to do. There's a few things I want to see. There's some activities I want to participate in. There's some people I need to tell things to. You know, I need to 
whatever it is. I don't care if it's like, you know, do your laundry. <laughs> like if it, if you just really think of it as like, this life is short, we better get going. Like put a skip in your step a little bit, you know, and get real excited. If you were about to go on a trip, if tomorrow you were about to go, you know, to Disney, whatever, at, at, you know, the tropics, whatever to you speaks of rest, relaxation, fun, then what would you be doing today? I mean, I can always get like the butterflies in my stomach every time before I fly and I'm going somewhere fun. I get excited. I start packing my bags. I get ready. Like, isn't that how we should be living this life? We don't know when tomorrow is the last day or today is the last day. Like start readying yourself, get prepared, have fun, do good things, help others. So like, then you're ready. When it's time, and like if tomorrow I'm reunited with the love of my life and I'm not here any longer, like have I left my kids with all the stuff I wanted them to know? Have I taught them everything? Have I like made sure they know how loved they are? Have I, you know, made sure that like, I mean, even just get like down to the paperwork. Are all your, your ducks in a row there? Have you made sure that everything is taken care of for your loved ones? And just live life that way. Start readying for the next generation or for the, I mean, it doesn't have to be for the next generation. Many of you will say like, I don't have anyone else. It's just me, but that's okay. You can still be getting ready and packing your bags and getting ready for that trip. You know, that's figuratively speaking, like not actually packing to go, but you know what I mean? Like start doing all the things that would be on your bucket list and checking all the boxes and having fun and telling people the things on your heart. Um, you know, don't leave anything left behind or left to, you know, chance or whatever. Just keep doing, doing, doing. And the other beautiful gift that happens in that is that in the doing, time goes faster. So people are always telling me like, I can't live a lifetime without my person or I can't live with this experience forever. Well, then start doing and finding some joy because when you do and you embrace the good fun stuff, Time flies when you're having fun. It goes so much faster. And on the days where you let that dark cloud become your complete reality, oh boy, those are slow, heavy, hard days. So don't give those to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, don't let that be your experience. Um, you know, I want this to go fun and fast for you. That's a good thing, right? Like when people look back at their life and go, Oh my gosh, where did the past 50 years go? That's a sign of someone who's lived, right? I mean, I know some people who are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait until retirement. Those are people who maybe have missed missed the point in life a little bit, right? Because it's telling me that they have been so robotic and exhausted and tired of what they've been doing. That time is dragging. So think about that. Ask yourself the question of like, do I feel like life is flying by fast? Or do I feel like it's like, you know, I'm in the molasses and it's not going anywhere. And, you know, that saying of um, something like the days are slow, but the years fly fast or something to that effect. Um, you know, that I think that's not a bad thing. But um, I think if you can really get to a point where the days go fast and the years fly fast, um, that's beautiful. And I know some people are going to go, what? Why are you rushing through life? Why do you want it to go fast? Um, and I think just because it's a sign that you're having a good time, you know? If your days are really dragging, there's some, some like, reflection that needs to maybe happen with, like, why are my days feeling slow? Um, because every time I'm having a really slow day, it's usually when I'm doing the stuff I don't enjoy. Um, 
anything. I mean, house cleaning or uh, actually I kind of enjoy that because <laughs> I don't often have the time to do it. So when I get to it, it's actually a, a good day. Uh, but you know what I mean? Any, any of the stuff that makes the day go slow. Um, you know, those are some of the things that whenever you can shed those things, try to let them go. Some of you are going to say, well, that's my entire job. That's my, like, that's, well, then again, I say to you, you know, is there something better you could be doing? Because I think, I think we all have like a God-given gift that if you embrace that thing, then you're enjoying yourself and you're able to make money doing it. So I do think that exists for all of us. Um, it's just a matter of whether some of us have sort of that, the confidence to go out there and, and actually do that thing. Because that is very scary sometimes, you know. Some people have headed right from that path from childhood. Like there was a target on the end goal and they never veered from it. And some of us found our way doing something completely different than where your heart ever really aligned. Um, I know when I was younger, I loved to write. Like poetry and just writing stories. I loved writing. I had a gift for it for sure. Um... And I just didn't think there was a career in that. And so I think that's what sort of turned me in a different direction. Um, and so maybe that was what for you similarly, like you went in a direction of where you thought you could make more money or um, maybe like following into a family business or something like that, that maybe just took you off your own track and your own path. And so sometimes, yeah, look into that. And maybe you can't make a career of it. Maybe you're like, no, this, I have no choice. I'm stuck in this job. That's fine. So find ways to like make it more enjoyable. Try to find ways to, you know, crank up the volume a little bit on your life and find other things to make it so like all day you can't wait to get home to do what? Like, what do you love? You know? And even maybe just trying to change your work environment. Maybe... It could be something so little, you know, maybe you hate sitting at a desk all day. Maybe you should ask your boss if you can get one of those Swiss ball chairs where you can kind of like, you know, move about a little more standing desks or whatever. I mean, maybe it's something that small that could change everything for you. So figure out what it is you really don't like in your job or in your day to day. And then let's start looking for solutions, right? Start trying to figure out what could make it a more enjoyable experience. Um, you know, there's something out there, I think, for everybody that would bring them joy and utilize their amazing gifts. So that's your homework. <laughs> Figure out what that is. Um, somehow this halfway point just creeps up on me. I get to talking and before I know it, here we are. Time for a quick break. So don't go anywhere, guys. So this morning, 1.4 thousand people were in my Facebook group. So you are not alone if you are suffering with soul-crushing loss of a soulmate, there are many of us in there with the same heavy heart and we're supporting each other. We're finding solutions. I'm coaching inside there. It's powerful. So if you want to grab your invitation to join, hop over to the description today and you can grab that link and hopefully I'll see you on the inside soon. Well, let's just start off the second half of this show with a big, I'm sorry, but stitches with me. <laughs> so my dog has decided to join the show today. Anyway, so I want to get into something else that I hear often, which is, <laughs> so you're going to tell me then that just slipping on this pile of leaves and breaking my ankle was for a reason. <laughs> it's like those little minute things that are just annoyances that 
or sometimes big things. I mean, breaking an ankle is not a minute thing, but you know, like all the little garbage that fall, you know, that falls. Well, yeah, <laughs> the garbage that falls. The things that happen that fall into our lap that are, you know, just seem ridiculous in nature. Are you really going to tell me that all of those things are for a greater purpose with the eye roll? I get it a lot. And I do think so. I don't think like, oh, you twisted that ankle, so therefore you're at the emergency room at such and such a time and da da da. I don't think necessarily on that larger of a scale, but I think sometimes just the things that we go through are happening for a reason to build up our inner resolve and make us stronger people who can overcome and who know that like, man, when I felt like I was at my lowest, the stuff just kept piling on. And look at me now, I've like risen from the, you know, the ashes, I'm in a phoenix style, like just rose above it all. So yeah, I think sometimes these things that it's like, well, this has no purpose. Maybe it does, maybe it does. Maybe if nothing else, just to make you realize that sometimes stuff happens and you're totally capable of overcoming it, even when you didn't think you could, <laughs> you know? I mean, Actually, I used to set up the scenario in my mind that if anything ever happened to my husband, I would not be able to overcome it. I was convinced of that fact. Maybe that's why this all happened. Who knows? Because I, I was like in full knowledge of, not a question mark at the end of the sentence, but fully decided that if anything ever happened to him, I would never speak a word. Not going to utter. I know I've told you guys this before, but I remember that being my my reality in my mind, that that would be how things went from that point forward. So yeah, on some level, I think maybe some of these things that have happened to me was because I was being shown that not only could I continually get up, but that even when I was at the bottom of the bottom, like beyond what I thought could ever possibly happen to me, you know, because who really thinks that in a year, you know, you could lose your person, then you could have your computer crash, then you could have... You know, it was like boom, boom, boom. The hits just kept coming. Like, oh my gosh, I could give you guys a list that would just make you like, oh my God, how did that ever happen? How did that come to be in one person's, you know, moments? Like how could these many things in a matter of like two or three days stacked up? I mean, I think I needed to be shown that not only can you do this thing that you were convinced you couldn't do, but you can do that and then some. And not only that, but then you can do that and then some, and then beyond that, you're going to be capable of helping others through their darkest days. I mean, it was like I really needed to be shown how wrong I was. And I wasn't going to be easy to convince, <laughs> you know? I had my mind made up. Like, yes, I would take care of my children. I would do what I had to. I would speak if I had to talk to them to help them through things. But I was not going to engage in any other conversation, any other, like relationship with like just friendships and whatnot I thought it would just all go away because I would have no interest in it you know and I, I was so wrong I mean I need if anything I have leaned more into those relationships because I need them more now than ever before so yeah I had a lot to learn still so sometimes the little minute things are part of a bigger weaving a bigger picture for you to really really have a transformation of sorts, you know, like you, you need to get to this totally different reality. And the only way in which it's going to happen is a total shakeup. 
so yeah all these little minute things maybe not like some big you know happening for a reason message behind them but as a whole look at what all those things put together created does that make sense <laughs> so yeah i i would agree wholeheartedly these little tiny things it's not like not being able to find this one sock that i need and i'm running late and what the heck do I think it's some greater purpose? No, I don't. But I do think that maybe, just maybe, sometimes it's to like slow you down a little, realize these are not the important things. Take a breath, you know? Like sometimes there's just the little things that can come from, you know, slowing down or, you know, taking notice of other things. So, I mean, in a, a sense, I think we're just being redirected at times. But uh, yeah, I think there's always purpose behind it. I don't think any of this stuff is just a nonsensical, unrelated. And I know there's people out there that are still not on board with this. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. It's not something for for everybody to buy into. I don't expect that, um, you know, because there's a lot of nonsense that seems to happen in our world. I guess I would just like, you know, encourage you to try to find some sense in the nonsense, you know, bigger picture. What What maybe didn't you see that when you step back or, you know, years later, you can look back on and go, wow, I do remember that time when I thought that would never end or this was so nonsensical or whatever that, you know, now in hindsight, I can see it. You know, do you have anything like that where you were so convinced of something and then now down the line, 20 years or whatever, you can look back and go, man, I could never have seen this coming, you know? That's kind of the, the fun part of all this is that sometimes in the moment, there is just absolutely no way you'll ever see the purpose in it, you know? And so that's why I don't ever try to convince anybody or, or change their mind about where they're at. If they don't want to hear it, they're not in a place to receive it, you know? But I do encourage you that years later to just kind of take a look back over your life and think, was there actually some greater purpose, you know, some greater scheme at play here that at the time I just could not see? and something else was right around the corner, you know? Um, I know I've talked to you guys about some of my different things in life that I've always been able to, in hindsight, finally understand and get. Um, but I don't know. I mean, this whole thing's happening for a reason. It's not just about being able to look back at it, but just having the trust and the faith at who's driving the car, who has your best interest in, in mind, and, you know, and with that can come this release of it all. So, like, I don't even care at this point, like whether there's purpose behind it or not, I just trust the driver. You know what I mean? I'm just at the point where forget it. Don't try to explain it to me. I don't even, my head will explode at this point. I don't even, I can't even try to figure it out. It's not for me to figure out. It's for you. And I'm just going to let this unravel as it unravels and have total faith. And how do I know I have total faith? Because I don't have stress or worry around it. I'm not worrying about, you know, how I'm going to put food on the table tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about how I'm going to live the next 50 some odd years without my husband. I'm not worried about it anymore because it's not for me to worry about. I, I handed it over and I fully released it. And that is so, that's how I found my peace. I mean, if you really want to know the secret sauce here, I just, that's how I found my peace. I let it all go. You know, when I was trying to navigate it and steer it and oh my gosh, it was so exhausting and stressful. Like I was not actually getting anywhere and I was constantly trying to like figure out the next step or the next five, six, seven steps, 
man, it's freeing to say, guess what? I don't even have to worry about it. It's not for me to worry about. There's just something awesome about that. Um, <laughs> for the record, when I said it's for you, I didn't mean literally you listeners, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I was handing it over to God. I should have been more clear on that. <laughs> I'm not giving you my problems, I promise. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, yeah, so with empty hands, I can be so much more productive, by the way, when I'm not trying to steer the car and I'm not trying to control everything. Boy, my hands are so much more available for all the other stuff. Because when they were so busy trying to make that narrative happen the way I wanted it to all be and trying to make sure everybody was taken care of and it was so, so time consuming. And, you know, my emotional state, which we've talked about on this show, is not good for your health, right? All that cortisol being released and the stress around things, that's like one of the biggest contributors, I think, to cancer and just real bad sicknesses. It's like having all that circulating in our system all the time. So when I got rid of all that, boy, uh, I mean, I might just have prolonged my life a little, which I don't know, you know, who knows now I'm probably going to be here for another hundred years. It's crazy to think, but yeah, <laughs> I felt like I got a lot healthier, not just mentally, but also physically just by releasing a lot of that stress of it all. So that was my, that was my big turnaround, I guess. You know, I mean, as much as I think things happen for a reason, I'm in complete um, acceptance of the fact that that reason is not for me to know. It's for me to find out one day, you know, and, and I have a funny feeling I'll be in, in a lot of awe when I see it because I know history has shown me time and time again that there's somebody who knows better than me, you know, and someday I'm going to see it all for you know, all the sense in the world. And I'm sure I'm going to say, oh, I'm so sorry. I was so hard on you and so angry with you. <laughs> you know, of all those times I get it now. I totally get it. It makes sense. I know this, um, you know, and it, it, we don't have to like it, but I think accepting it is kind of the part that's the freeing part, you know, <laughs> I know I'm never going to like this. I'm never going to be okay with this life I was handed. It just doesn't make me happy. You know, I knew I could be a better person with my, my person in my life still, because he made me a better person. So it was like, that part was really hard for me to try to, you know, sort of wrestle with because I couldn't imagine a reality in which him not being here would somehow better the world. Um, and you know, I still don't get it, but yeah, as I said, it's not for me to figure out. <laughs> I know I'll get my answers someday. I just, just the patience thing. Some of us are like little kids still inside. We're just not really good at waiting until Christmas morning to unwrap the gifts, right? So you got to try to find your way. I mean, speaking of gifts, we're quickly approaching the holidays here. And I know for a lot of people out there that are like myself, just like rap grappling this new reality and navigating a new world without somebody really special with them, just be real aware of the people around you that might actually need that extra reach out this holiday season. Um, even if they seem like they've got it all together, there always is that empty chair at the table and it's heavy. Um, I've been really sad watching some of these, especially the older folks in our group or the people who have you know, decided not to have children so their family was very small and it was just them and their person and now they're finding themselves you know, at a special holiday time of year where they're not having anything to look forward to. And, you know, 
I don't know, I think most of us have a neighbor or somebody that we know that falls into that category where I have friends that are always saying like, what can I do? I want to keep my kids involved in community things and I want them to be giving back so they learn that holidays are more about, you know, than just getting gifts. Well, this is a big thing you could do is just sort of be aware of the people around you that might need that extra reach out, um, phone call, visit, just a little gift. I don't know, whatever you can do for them. It just, it breaks my heart to watch. Um, people are dreading it already and we're not even to Thanksgiving and and they're already feeling like, man, can I even see the light here? Like this is almost too much to bear. So um, in the way of doing things for mankind and trying to show your, your kids how to do something special it doesn't have to be so big I mean sometimes we think oh we got to go down to the soup kitchen and like you know some big contribution in that way where they can like experience that sense of like physically giving back but sometimes it's just these little things of knocking on your neighbor's door and saying hi we just wanted you to know we were thinking of you um my neighbors are so sweet they actually did this on Halloween this year they put a couple little cards in my mailbox for my kiddos and I to like that was it was just sweet it was like you know little goodie bags for the kids because we don't trick-or-treat in our own neighborhood because a lot of our neighbors just don't even put their light on and it just we've never done it anyway so they gave us these little little gift bags and I think they gave each kid like five dollars or whatever oh my god they were so happy it's like just being you know what I mean like it's hard to explain but like for my kids, they're so used to having two parents that are constantly like, you know, trying to find little ways to make their world light up. And so in the absence of a parent, it's really special when you can find things that just get that little light in their eye again. And um, yeah, the elderly especially is another population that really needs this. But um, I just think for everybody, there's not a person I know who's lost somebody who's not at least thinking about what this holiday season's about to look like. So um, anyway, yeah, just be, you know, sort of ultra aware and see if you could do a little something just to, you know, make it a little easier on someone else. Well, that was a little sidetrack, but <laughs> it wouldn't be me if I didn't go on some kind of tangent. Anyway, I guess it just brings it all up for me when I start thinking about, you know, sort of things happening for a reason and, um, you know, when things like this come to my mind, I tend to think it's for a reason. So I bring it to the surface and I bring it to all of you. So maybe there was somebody out there who needed a reach out this holiday season and this little message will inspire that for them. So I don't know. I don't even question anymore when things, you know, sort of float through my brain. They just kind of come out because <laughs> usually it's like, all right, hey, now I get it. Yeah, someone needed to hear that today. So funny how it all unravels and in funny ways, but so for you guys, I hope you do find, you know, sort of following the strings backwards. Sometimes I think you can look at it through different lenses with a lot of time having passed and hearts having healed a little bit to look back at the struggles in your life and see purpose in them and greater meaning. And sometimes there will always be the question mark and things that just don't make sense. And the best way to navigate that is to release it. That's kind of my advice for today is like let it go <laughs> oh Elsa you had it right <laughs> that's sorry for I forget I have listeners from all over the place but little frozen Disney movie reference there but it is true that sometimes just re full release and letting it go is just the way to to get you know comfort and and ease around your life again it's just so hard to try to navigate everything and 
we don't need to let it be so hard. Sometimes it can just be easy and someone else can, can do the, all the worrying for you and you can be at peace. You just need to ask for that help. Like that's what I do through prayer. I just say, all right, it's I'm giving it away and then I got to actually work on the inner work of letting it go, not stressing about it. I've now turned it over. It's in good hands. Right? It's like the new employee that you just trained or whatever and then it's so hard, isn't it? Like releasing control over things that you've always done yourself and you like it done a certain way. But when you can find a way to be like, listen, I'm also really darn good at hiring people, right? And I wouldn't have found this person for the job if if they weren't, you know, equipped to handle it. And now I'm going to let it be different. It doesn't have to be my way. It can be someone else's way and still be just as good, maybe even better, right? There's someone out there in the world that does something better than you on every front, probably. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's other people that podcast better. There's other people that blog better, that make better dinners, whatever. I don't know. Whatever your thing is that you worry about, there, there probably is someone out there that's got it even better than you. So it's okay to like hand it over to the professionals. <laughs> Just let it go and let, you know, trust that whoever is going to handle it, they're going to do their very best and they'll learn things through the process. But we don't always have to be the one that's controlling everything. And it's very freeing to let it go a bit and let it let it just unfold the way it's going to unfold. It's going to happen either way. Like even if you try to steer it and try and try and try, I think in the end, you know, you're, you're really not in control. So now you've just given over all your peace, right? Now you've managed to add all this stress for nothing because in the end, it's still going to be the way it was going to be. All of that stuff you were trying to control didn't really change things all that much for the outcome that was going to come was going to come. So yeah, have some peace of mind with knowing it's, it's unraveling anyway, it's happening and, and it's okay to let it not be you that, that made the final decision. And I mean, it's incredibly frustrating to not see it happening in the way you want it to happen. Of course it is. It's not, it's not a good feeling to, you know, want your person there by your side in that rocking chair and then look over and see an empty seat, you know? And so, of course, in those bigger senses, we want to control things, you know, when it comes to somebody's health or, um, like I said, a loss of a loved one or, you know, anything like a, a home that you're trying to buy or what, you know, people have, there are big things in our lives that we just think, man, I just want this so badly. And I think it's from that desire that comes our like controlling nature of wanting to like, you know, because we think we can be that you know, part of the equation that's going to get to the end result we want. But I mean, even then it's like, it's like shooting out wishes and like letting it be known that, that like higher power knows what you want. Now you've already said it, it's already been put out there. You know, you've already taken action steps to try to put it into motion. And then it's that last bit of like, okay. And now your job is to sit back and let it unfold. It's not to just hold on so tight to just let it only go your way, you know? Boy, I mean, what? I think the last few episodes, I think I've come back to the same sort of part of the uh, the show where I get into like, you know, allowing things to happen on their own and not always having to be in control. And like, I feel like this is a common part, like this theme keeps coming up. Somebody out there must really need to hear this message, so I'm going to keep rolling with it. But anyway, for today, 
things happen for a reason. <laughs> Just like this topic today, I have no doubt that it came up. It came out of the blue, really. It wasn't one that I was planning on doing. And then, you know, a couple little things that I saw made me go, you know what, I got to address this. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's because someone out there needed to hear it. And as always, I just want to try to help get you to your best path to wellness of your mind, your body, and your spirit. Keeping you healthy and well is not, it's not easy, guys, but guess what? Turn it on over. <laughs> Do your part, okay? Part of release is not being like, okay, I'm not even going to put in the effort someone else is going to, I'm going to eat, you know, chips and then expect to lose weight because I've handed over the the control to someone else. It's not not exactly how it works. You don't get to do that. You still have to take the action steps to try to get the goal you want. It's just releasing as far as the outcome and what comes next. So I have faith in you. You can do this. Um, Till next time, guys. Thanks for joining me. And I'm forever grateful for everybody who spends the time to listen to what I have to say. All right. See you on the next one.